BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great day. I'm having a chaotic day so far. My morning, Always a journey. Always a journey. My morning just got turned upside down. I just want to tell you guys what happened quickly so you can understand the headspace that I am, which is frantic. It's giving Claire Crawley. <laughs> okay. So this morning, and I've been feeling recently like it's time to start letting Brew out of the crate when mommy leaves the house. You know, I mostly am home with him, but I do come to the show every day and he goes in the crate. He knows that he's going. He goes, you know. And it's actually like a really good schedule for him. I just want to say. It is a great schedule for him. But I've been realizing more and more like it's time for him to take the next step and to be left out of the crate. So I was like, you know what? This morning is a good time to do it. I'll be gone a few hours. He knows I'm coming back. Like it's not a, a random time of day. So I do my thing. I leave him out. I leave the house. I'm checking the dog camera to see if I can see him. I couldn't see him yet. I'm in the Uber and I'm checking the dog camera. I still can't see him, but I'm hearing noises. It sounds like something is happening. You mm. know, these are nefarious dog noises. They are nefarious noises. And he wasn't making the noise. It sounded like he got into a package of some sort. I was like, oh, I must have left, you know, like one of my packages by the door and he's trying to open it whatever I get out of the uber I run home and I get home and he got into a pack of Cheetos he deserves it which like we keep all of our snacks in the same place forever he's never jumped that high to get one of the snacks so like the second mom leaves the house he had this necessity is the mother of invention he had this master plan like he's like I'm getting those Cheetos when I have free time so suffice to say brew is back in the crate thank god you went back because who knows what else he could have gotten into oh my god, he would have finished a bag of cheetos and then he would have went for his the, next snack the chocolates like dangerous no you guys it was too soon he was not ready this man was not ready so it's back to the crate for brew but we tried and that's really all that matters and i just want to say like mother's intuition like i, I mother's knew the, intuition those sounds were not correct no you knew they were nefarious sounds and I just, Bruce, I love you still. I thought we were somewhere that we aren't. And that's okay. You definitely jumped the gun. No, I mean, like, it's hard. People say, like, at one year, they're fine to start being on their own. But, you know, every dog is different. Like, you, I think, I think you measure or take a lot of notes from Magnolia. But Magnolia, is like, was brought up by a single mom. Like, she has a different type of energy. Like, Magnolia is tough. 
Bruno is like a little bit of like a spoiled brat. Like he's spoiled with love. What like, do you mean? He's mommy's king. You work from home. You and like for as long as you, he, you've had him, like you and Zach have pretty much both worked from home. Like he's spoiled in a sense. Like he's never had to really deal with any adversity. Yeah. So he's just different and that's okay. It's okay. You know what? It's okay. It works for us. He'll stay in the crate. He loves the crate. And so he's, it's he's safe. He's sleeping off those Cheetos right now. Good, 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 good. And I'm just upset because it, I can't eat. Now you cheetos. don't have any Cheetos. Now I don't have any Cheetos. Devastating. It is. It, that was probably the hardest part. But um, I'm glad that, you know, it all worked out and that I went home. Otherwise, I would be so anxious sitting here like knowing yeah. it was at. No, it's not Can't, enjoyable. No, not enjoyable. Let's scratch at Bruce stays in the crate. Bruce stays in the crate. Yeah. Um, well, this is our last in-studio show for the week because I'm headed to the airport right after this to go to L.A. for literally like two days. But I am very excited. I've got my Luke's put together. And it was not easy, you guys. Like, I am just... I'm wedding fatigued, like, or just like black tie event fatigue. Like, I've searched every website. I've worn all my possible dresses. Went to one wedding. No. What? I've been to, like, literally six weddings in the last couple months. Where? All over. I went to one in the Hamptons. I went to, yes, one in Rome. I went to one in Long Island. I went to one in oh, Tullyride. Six months. Maybe okay. less than that. I went to Tullyride. Like, I've been to a million fucking weddings. Oh, okay. And I have four this weekend. That's just not how I see you. As someone who's always at a wedding. Well, maybe that's something you need to work on because I've literally <laughs> been to so many fucking weddings and that's literally like my cross to bear for being so popular. Okay. And being such a great wedding guest, like you, who wouldn't invite me? Yeah. I'm true. really like, if you invite me to your wedding, like you're getting your money's worth. Like I will eat everything you paid for. I will drink everything you paid for. I will dance to the band that you paid for. I will close this place down. Wow. So like who wouldn't invite me, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'll put you on my Instagram too, which is always just like an added bonus. That's true. I'm a premium guest. That's very true. You always have to think about that. Like, I mean, I got married so young, like I didn't even know what I was doing. But if I was planning a wedding now, like I would evaluate every single guest based on what value they bring to the wedding. Not like, oh, well, she's from, you know, middle school. No, fuck that. Are you going to bring value or not? Right, but you haven't seen, like, middle school Diana in so long. Like, maybe she turns up. That's true. It's hard to know. That's true. But I think it's a still a fair way to assess. Like, if you're getting married, like, do a value check on all your guests. Yeah. No, that's definitely true. You can definitely invite some people who, okay, you're not that close, but, like, you want them out there on that dance floor. You want that energy. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I'm going to another wedding this weekend. Um, but I'm very excited for this one. And yeah, that's where I'm going after this. So tomorrow's episode will be podcast only. I do apologize. But there will still be an episode. Yeah, so no worries. And tomorrow will be like all about the new music because there's just a lot to process. And you know what's so nice is like for most of the new music, I'm going to be in LA, which means I'm going to get it at 9 o'clock. Oh, that is nice. Which is such a privilege that people on the West Coast like never talk about. They're always complaining like, Bachelor spoilers. spoilers. Really? Like you get music literally before you go out for dinner. Like it's so nice. That is interesting. All we hear is like the negatives, you know, never the positives. <laughs> it's twisted. For sure, for sure. For sure. So how was your night last night? My night was good. I went to dinner with TPG and Tyler C. And it was just like, I've never felt so short in my life. I actually wore the biggest pair of boots. I saw. That I bought yesterday. And it was just like, it was a lot, you know, like my, the two loves of my life. But it was really fun. And I have a terrible headache. But I'm pushing through. Did you drink a lot? Or this was an unearned headache? No, I definitely earned it. Okay. okay. I didn't drink like a lot, but I didn't drink a little. Okay. That's good. But you know, there's a Casamigos Blanco shortage. Do you know? No. 
Ooh, so I know. For the last, oh right, <laughs> for the last like couple months, pretty much every restaurant in the city like does not have Casamigos, and if they do, they don't have Blanco. There's like a major shortage in the New York area, like everywhere I go. So I've had, and you don't understand, like it's all I drink. That's there's not like really another option. Does for anyone me. know what it's due to? Sure, like just supply just chain. Supply like chain? that's like everyone's talking about supply chain. Like okay. that, that's literally how the supply chain is affecting me. So. When I go places, it really makes it a huge problem for me. So when I go somewhere and they have Don Julio Blanco, like the, I will drink that. But at the restaurant we went to last night, they didn't have Don Julio Blanco. So I just kept getting drinks with like different tequilas, like trying them all. Um, I had 818 Blanco in a margarita and I'm so sorry. Like it was disgusting. Like I couldn't believe it because I've drank it like in shots before. I don't think it's like a good tequila to make cocktails with. Okay, but it's good for shots. It smells like chocolate. Like it's so bizarre. But it's good for shots. Yeah. That's probably more important. It is good on its own. But when I took a shot with it once, I was like blacked out. So like I probably would have drank anything. Mm. Um, then I had Casa Dragones, which was like okay, but a little smoky, which is not my favorite. And then I got really fucking desperate and I drank haha. And it was some of the most disgusting shit I've ever drank in my life. Wow. So I was like just desperate. And then I went to, then we went to another place afterwards that had like, um, Don Julio Blanco. But I don't, are other cities, states experiencing this shortage? It's really affecting me. I mean, these shortages are out of control. It's the first one I've been in contact directly with. Directly in yeah. contact with? Or directly affected by. You don't see it like when you're grocery shopping? I don't really gro go grocery shopping. Oh, okay. So yeah, unless like there's a shortage on Uber Eats, it's probably not going to affect me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, So that's my drama. And I think that's why I have like such a weird headache. Like it's, I've had it like placed in the center of no, my scalp. You have, you have a Casamigos headache, an 818 headache, yeah. a Casa Dragonis headache. And then I have the haha -ha flu. Done. <laughs> like <laughs> Don Julio headache and the haha -ha flu. Yeah, so that's why I have a headache because I, I basically drank like five different liquors. It was just like, so, and then I, I got so many drinks because I just kept hating them. This is, yeah. No. So I was like, let me get another one, finish this one until I landed. And it was, it was a journey. But you know what? That's life, you know? Yeah. Adversity. Yeah. But I came through on the other side. Wow, that really sounds torturous. It kind of was. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I could just switch to like, wine or like literally anything else but i do, i don't drink anything else I, I i'll i'll just not drink yeah there's gotta be one other thing you have to have a backup no i know but like i don't a beer okay i'm not going to dinner with tyler c no he would love and drinking like, a beer oh, claudia you're not like other girls you're not like other girls yeah i what do tyler have to drink red wine classy red red wine and brian drank like a little bit of everything he started with martinis but brian's like such a big guy like it doesn't even phase him it's different it's like him drinking a pellegrino it's him drinking a martini it's the craziest thing yeah um so yeah it was a lovely evening and that's like my jam okay cool well we've got a lot to talk about today i spent the night watching the cma awards so that will be our first story all the winners when i got losers. back from dinner i watched like every clip on YouTube. So I feel like I was there. Okay, cool. No, it was it was really exciting to watch. It was back at full capacity. It was the real deal. Everyone, it felt like everyone was there in every category. All the nominees were present. So it's like Good. anyone could win. It, it was really exciting to be a part of. Country music like respects the CMAs. I feel like all these pop music award shows are so like obviously rigged. Nobody goes to any of them except the Grammys. And still, even the biggest artists don't go. Like yeah. country music... Like, they really kind of, like, look out for one another. They all show up for the CMAs, and that's why the CMAs are successful, and you love to see it. You love to see it. So, without further ado, I think we're just going to jump right into the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And today's episode is brought to you by Hydro Jug. You guys need to get your hands on the water bottle everyone is talking about, the Hydro Jug. It's seriously one of our new favorite items. They're durable and reusable. They hold more than half a gallon of water, so you will stay hydrated all day long. So yes, they hold half a gallon of water. They have a leak-proof seal, a wide mouth opening, so it makes it really easy to add ice or fruit or whatever you want to add. Um, it also has an integrated handle because chugging looks cooler one-handed. Um, it's dishwasher safe, shatterproof, and it's just great for keeping you on track with drinking your water and carrying it around with you, leaving it at your desk, taking with you to your meetings. Um, it comes in like tons of cute colors. It's a great way to just stay hydrated, gamify, and a lot of celebs are using the hydro drugs, so that's pretty much all you need to know. Um, you can get your hydro drug at www.thehydrojug.com and use code TOAST to get 10% off your order. Hydro drugs are game changers for anyone on the go. Again, use code TOAST at thehydrojug.com to get 10% off today and start hydrating today. Thank you, Claudia. First story, the CMA Awards 2021, a full list of winners, and then we'll talk about some of the performances. The big award of the night, Entertainer of the Year, went to Luke Combs. So deserved. It was the only award that he won during the broadcast last night. So it was the first time we like heard from him on stage, aside from his performance of his new song. Which, which was, is so good. Which was so beautiful and stunning. By the way, he probably thought because he didn't win any awards, like he definitely wasn't winning. Because Chris Stapleton was winning everything. His, he won Song of the Year, Album, Male, male Vocalist. vocalist. And it just was feeling like, okay. It was Chris's night. This is Chris's night. But I guess Luke, and I would agree, was more entertaining this year than Chris Stapleton. See, I never understood how you can have the album of the year, be the male vocalist of the year, and not be the entertainer of the year. But that's happened to Luke. Like, in previous years, he's won so many of those big four categories and not one entertainer. It's a little different, though, because it's like, to be the male vocalist of the year, like, that's just about your pipes. Like, whose pipes sounded the best? I don't know if it's about singing abilities. It's about vocals. Like, really, if you're getting down to it, and then the entertainer of the year is is about everything. It's shows. about the shows. It's about social media. It's about yeah. commercials. Like, you know, so you Brand. can be one and not the other. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've been waiting for this for so long. Like, I have a very, very um, vivid memory of last year. Me and Margot were at TPG's house watching, and they were like, Luke! And me and Margot started screaming and I forgot that Luke Bryan was nominated, and it was like, Luke Bryan? Like, just moronic. But he is an entertainer of the year. He hosted last night, you know, he does American Idol. That's the, the sort of thing that gets, like, he's been entertaining all year. Yeah, I guess, but, like, still, with with COVID, no one was doing more than Luke Combs, six feet apart, putting out music as frequently as he could, killing it on social, doing all these live streams. Like, he was the entertainer of the COVID year, and you know what? I'm glad he didn't win it, because who the fuck wants that? Like, right, this was a, a real, real year. Sh- this was a real show Fans were there. There'll be crowds and there'll be shows. And there were. And so it was just so beautiful. Obviously, like, his winning moment. Like, he was really surprised. I think we all thought it was just going to be Chris Stapleton again. Yeah. He hugged Nico. He went up to the stage. He was so nervous. Like, he didn't really even, like, say anything. I I agree. I did not think. He said, I've never written a speech for a moment like this. I never thought it would happen. He was just shook to the core. I'm just obsessed. And you know what? I realized something about Luke last night when he was making a speech and when he was singing his performance. You know the thing Ben does with his feet? It's not pigeon-toed. I've learned I was pronouncing it wrong. It's the opposite. I think it's duck-footed. Okay. Or, yeah, whatever. He does it. I think that's why I'm so attracted to him. So now that makes it okay that Ben's doing it. Now it makes it cool. Now every time you trip over his foot, you'll be like, oh, Oh, Nico goes through this too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was so... I just couldn't believe it. You know, we've waited so long for this. Like, we are OG Luke Combs. Like, we've been with him since day fucking one. And it just feels good to have, like, the 
the benefits of our hard work like to finally pay off yeah yeah no it, it felt it felt so good it was the perfect way to end the night then also uh female vocalist of the year was carly parse someone else who did not think she yeah. was going to be winning it was such a pleasure to watch her freak out freak out like and you know what's nice about Carly Parson? I felt this way for a really long time. Like when we, when we first, you know, entered the Nashville scene. <laughs> Everyone in Nashville, like, has so much respect for her. Like, the way they talk about her, like, she's the most hardworking. Everyone just has this, like, mutual admiration and respect for her. And you have to wonder, like, what, the, what that's all about. And I think she's just, like, a really hardworking girl. Yeah. So it's nice to see someone have their hard work pay off yeah no it was um and I didn't really know who was going to win this category female vocalist I didn't have a a, who horse, else was a horse in this race Gabby Barrett Miranda Lambert Ashley McBride Maren Morris Carly Parse so I would have been happy with anyone me too I mean, but I was Ashley happy McBride, to see it but... go to someone who really really didn't think yeah to have that like moment of which we rarely get these days of like holy shit especially at the CMAs because for a while it was like the same five people winning every award yeah and especially in female categories it was always Miranda Lambert or Carrie Underwood which they're both deserving of but like we could change it up every year yeah the male vocalist of the year was Chris Stapleton I felt good about that especially because even though you guys know I'm not like a huge Chris Stapleton girly mm -hmm. I'm I'm not against him in any way it just never stuck for me but his performance was like head and shoulders above everyone else he performed on his own and then he also performed with jennifer hudson and like he is the male vocalist of no, the year the thing about chris stapleton that i fucking love is he is weirdly and no one really talks about it because he's so fucking low-key he doesn't like take paparazzi pictures like he's like he is so fucking famous he literally sells out arenas like in the same way that like beyonce and taylor swift do like he has the biggest following. Everyone wants to work with him. He's on Red. He's on Adele's album. Mm -hmm. But he's so country and he's never once wavered. Like he goes to CMAs every year and he goes to the Grammys, but he's so country and he's like so proud of his country. And I just fucking love that about him. Yeah, no, he he was giving us everything last night and I, and I fully understood and I was, I was not upset no. with his winnings. But he's like the most low-key artist and most people don't realize, I think he has like similar sales album sales and ticket sales as like the biggest artist in the country yeah he's like garth brooks literally mm -hmm. like he does arenas single of the year went to starting over by chris stapleton the best song of all time album of the year went to starting over by chris stapleton well deserved what other albums were nominated 29 by carly parse dangerous by morgan wallen that was never gonna win heart by eric church and skeletons by brothers osborne so people are really upset that morgan wallen didn't win he was also Banned, banned from coming. from coming, walking the carpet, performing, yeah. etc. But he was allowed to be nominated, I guess. Well, I mean, his album is the country album of the year. Right. It broke all these streaming records. Um, all these country album records. Like, critically, it was so good. The fans loved it. Even when, like, they were running through the nominations in the broadcast and people were cheering for each nomination, like, the cheers were through the no, roof. the Morgan Wallen fans are not happy. No, they're not happy. And and you know what? When it comes to album of the year, like, that actually, I think, in my opinion, was the biggest country album. I mean, numbers-wise, it was. And it's not just about the numbers, but musically, it was stellar it as well. It was really good. So this is like a, I don't know where we go from here. Like, where does Morgan go from here? He's back on the road. He's doing shows around the country. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know where we go. He like tweeted, I think today that he's just like thankful for his blessings and yeah. you know thankful for tomorrow. Try like not being like sour about the whole thing. But yeah. the fans are pissed. The fans are pissed. The um, fans are like putting up billboards. Like the fans are crowdfunding. Like oh, I haven't seen billboards and stuff. I was just seeing like on Twitter because it's it's pretty glaring. Yeah, no, of course. His absence and I guess this was the only category he was nominated in. Um, he could have been nominated in other categories too, yeah. but they just really. I just think it's weird that they're gonna ban him but still nominate him. Like. Go all the way or don't. No, but you can't ignore the, right. the music like right. and the, the place that it held this I wonder year. how long that's going to last. Right. Is this a one-year ban? Well, actually, I think it's been two now. No, it was... The album came out in January. Yeah, but no, like his incident. His incident was just a few weeks after the album came out. Oh, okay. So it's only been one CMA. Yes, this is the first CMA. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Song of the Year went to Starting Over, Chris Stapleton, vocal group, Old Dominion, vocal duo, Brothers Osborne. Okay, I need to talk about this for a minute, because mm -hmm. obviously I would literally lay down on a train track for Brothers Osborne, like give them my virginity, obsessed. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad they won. Is there a butt coming? <laughs> no. Oh, you're so glad they won. So glad they won. Even like just, I think they deserve to win. They're literally releasing the most stellar music, but... TJ Osborne getting up and winning okay. and kissing his boyfriend was the most, I know it doesn't seem like a big deal. It's historic. Like that's never happened in country music. And I just thought it was a stunning moment for everyone. It was a stunning moment. It was a great night for the Brothers Osborne. They performed Younger Me, oh, which is a song that like could make me cry. And also I'm just so, emo everything funny makes me cry. <laughs> but like that song, even before I was pregnant, it came out. Yeah. And it's just like so beautiful. I try and make people listen to that song. Like everyone should listen to it. It's so good. And it's so it was just a great night and a great moment. And as TJ said in his speech, like love wins. And he was just so happy to be celebrated. And it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. And I thought was, you were going to say like, you're glad they won, but like should have gone to like Dan and Shay. No, absolutely not. Like I stand Brothers Osborne until the day I die. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm so happy for them. And it was just this one little moment, but it was huge. Like you never see that. And it was just, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I literally have a screenshot of it on my phone. Like, That's so cute. Well, because I was like happy, but then also kind of sad that he had a boyfriend because I've been like trying to set him up, like sliding in his DMs. Have you really? But I oh. literally have a screenshot of it on my phone. Cutie. New artist of the year went to Jimmy Allen and he performed Freedom is a Highway, which is the best fucking song. And someone needs to pick it up for a car commercial. Yes. It reminds me of the song that came out of... Um, Songland that was um for who for the Jeep commercial young I don't think I know it uh you do because I'm always playing it okay well also about Jimmy Allen I just think like I've, the more I've like Dancing with the Stars is fully rigged like Jimmy Allen of course got sent home literally last week he had to go to the CMA Awards oh Kenny Moore literally got sent home the week Real Housewives of Atlanta started filming like it's fraudulent interesting or maybe they're just throwing the round because they're like I gotta get back for the CMAs no no. no. Also, Jimmy Allen's speech was, like, so, so sweet. What did he say? He just, like, talked about his journey, like, moving to Nashville. That, like, five years ago at the CMAs, he spent his last $100 so he could come see uh, Charlie Pride perform. And then oh last God, year. Stop. I'm going to cry. Last year, he performed on stage with Charlie Pride. And, oh like, it just thanked his wife and his kids. And it was that just beautiful. That is so cute. I'm going to yeah. cry. Yeah. So those were all the awards that were announced on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. um, two that weren't announced but were both won by Kelsey Ballerini were musical event of the year and music video of the year. Half of My Hometown is a, an amazing song with Kenny Chesney and Kelsey Ballerini. It really is. And she was serving looks last night. She is constantly serving looks. She actually does a really, really good job. No, like she, her red carpet look was so 
incredible and then she presented in another incredible look and she really brings like couture she does she takes it seriously and we really appreciate that but I thought everybody was looking great last night everyone was looking so glam individually like doing their own thing and I was very into it yeah any performances that were a highlight for you Literally Luke Holmes and Luke Holmes only. Like, it was fucking gorgeous. It was incredibly gorgeous. Also, Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean, I didn't know they had a song together. Yes, they do. And I very much enjoyed that song. It's really good. Yeah. And then Jennifer Hudson just... I didn't see that. So I'm actually planning on watching, like, all of this on the plane. Okay, cool. I brought my iPad. Cool, cool. No, the performances were great. It was just really nice to be a part of something last night. That's how I felt. Like, to not be watching a reality show, just, like, to be in music's biggest night. Country music's biggest night. It... People are saying, I saw people saying on Twitter, like it really is not the same ever since the morning show didn't do the red carpet this year. But, you know, we were limited and we weren't asked back. But We were limited in our capacity and yeah. we'll be back. We'll be back. And I thought Luke Bryan did a cute job hosting. Yeah. He was cute. Like, like you, no matter what, like you always end up finding the host annoying. Like just yeah, shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but it, like he brought out enough people that like he diluted his Himself. annoyingness. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for our next story? Is it the next story that's brought to you by Organifi? Yes, it is. A line of organic superfood blends that offer a plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses of ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. Like the Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress, support healthy cortisol levels, and Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go. They don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that will work out to less than three dollars a day you can experience organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank go to organifi.com toast and use the code toast for 20 percent off your order that's o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i.com backslash toast and use the code toast for 20 percent off any item so if you're just like drinking water and you want to be making better use of your time getting all these great vitamin superfoods just throw an organifi in they t- actually taste really really good and it's a premium experience so check it out great okay next story alec and hilaria baldwin dine in new york city at trendy sushi hotspot bond street amidst oh. uh, amid the rust shooting lawsuit so page six obtained exclusive photos of the couple departing new york city hotspot bond street where they dined with hilaria's hairstylist on wednesday following their trip from vermont also, one of the producers on the movie is now suing um, Alec and really, yeah, for emotional distress caused by the shooting. Okay, I want to say something. I think that Hilaria and Alec are probably handling this like the worst any two people could handle anything, and I think they're just so toxic. But I do think people are being like a little unfair, like, like, oh, they're out to dinner. How could they? Like, you still have to eat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think people are really taking like advantage of this situation and just like criticizing everything they do but they do make it so easy because they're so hateable yeah you know I don't know because it's hard not to compare this to like the Travis Scott situation okay I mean no I don't agree with that at all they're not the same by any means but it's it's a similar tragic event no I don't agree with this celebrity who is partially responsible no I don't agree in what way I don't think Alec Baldwin is responsible at all like I think that you don't think he's responsible at all 
No. I don't think he knew there was a real bullet in the gun. Do you? I don't know what he knew. Oh, no. I think this was, like, literally a horrible, horrible accident. And, like, he's probably traumatized. I don't think he's responsible at all. Like, I don't think I, can, I would compare these two situations at all. I, I just keep thinking about both of them in tandem because they're also just happening at the same time. Right, and it's like a death so involving a celebrity. Yes, and it's just interesting to see the way that other people are talking about it, too. I, I see what you're saying, but I think they're so different. Like, I don't think... They are, they are so different. I'm not saying that they're exactly the same, like, tit for tat, but just it's there's kind of similar circumstances because you're saying I, you didn't know out you didn't think for one second Alec Baldwin knew there was a blood I'm not saying he did or he didn't but there were people who were saying like I don't think Travis Scott knew what was happening okay even if that were the case Travis is still responsible like yeah. for the environment the culture like not taking proper precautions before even if he had absolutely no idea up until he was at Dave and Buster's like even if he had no idea that anyone had passed away or was in danger he is still incredibly responsible. I agree. I was actually talking about it yesterday with someone. And what I was saying was, I don't, I personally, and I saw people were like, you're defending Travis because you're a Kylie stan. Kylie has nothing to do with this. Yeah. I personally don't think that Travis knew what was going on or saw what was happening. Or like how bad it was. And continued to perform. Because I don't think that he's that An evil. evil, right. But considering the environment he fosters at his shows, he should have been looking for it. Right. He or having people on the ground who are looking for it. Yeah, no, like he should have, you take the time to make sure, like everyone's good here. You see something that looks like he should have been looking for it. I don't think he saw it, but he should have. Yeah, no, I, I have a hard time believing like people are that evil. Like, I agree with you. Um, but even so, I still hold him incredibly responsible for the situation even being a remote possibility because of the environment he fosters and the like violence he encourages like I think he's a hundred percent responsible with the Alec Baldwin thing like I really believe and again we have no idea what actually happened on that set like who put the fucking real ass bullet why is there even a real fucking bullet on a set right I have no idea but I believe Alec Baldwin had nothing to do with it like, I despise Alec Baldwin. I don't think he's a no, murderer. No, I, I don't think he had anything a murdering to... Murdering a woman with a child. Like I don't think he had anything to do with a real bullet, bullet in the gun and that this in any way was intentional. But two weeks ago, you killed someone. Accidentally. And now you're at Bond Street. No, I feel that. I feel that. But I do think that, like... No, I guess, actually, when you put it that way, you're 100% right. You know, like, so I'm not saying, like... Uh, no, I mean, I think that they're, they're, they're handling this, like horribly like the TMZ video on the side of the street I agree but like people have to eat so like you know yes but you but can like, order, order in, in. Yeah, order no, in. I agree I agree he has every resource available to him yeah. like Bond Street is somewhere you go to like be, be spotted on Dumois no literally so that's why it's a little surprise it's a, a strange choice yeah no it's bizarre for sure like it's a trendy place like with your hairstylist for sure but again, they are like not normal. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like they're insanely stupid yeah. and, I, and I despise them. But I do think, and again, we really don't know what happened on that set. I do think it was a complete act. Like I had, maybe not accident. Maybe someone did plant the bullet on Alex's part. Like I don't think he's running around murdering mothers. Yeah. And so just the crew member is suing Alec and the armorer for negligence after the shooting. So that just came yeah. through. I need a documentary on this because I'm like, I understand well, there's I think an the, armorer. The investigation is ongoing and we need to just wait for the investigation to play out because all these things that we don't know, like they should be figuring out. Yeah. Who brought the bullets? Where did they even come from? Like, If you have a fake gun on set, why would you ever need a real bullet even remotely close? I don't know. And I agree. I guess like it is really tacky. Like 
when there's like a family morning and like you're out at Bond Street. I feel that. That's all I was saying. Yeah, no, it, it's a full circle moment. Like order in, get a pizza. <laughs> Doesn't Hilaria love to cook? She can't remember the uh, cucumbers. cucumbers. <laughs> Hillary, sorry, I did not mean to call her Hilaria. Okay. It goes against like, if, if someone in my presence calls her Hilaria, like I will not acknowledge. I did it multiple times. Oh shit, I was. But I was also busy. just reading the headline. Like, like her name is Hillary. She is of no Spanish descent. Like lest we not forget. Yeah. Our next story, Scott Disick has been spotted with a new woman. I can't. And he's approaching something that remotely looks like an age-appropriate relationship. No. It's better. What is she, 24? She's 23, and he's 38. Okay, the thing is, when you're 23... At least she's legal drinking age. Legal drinking age. And when you're 23, like, you're still a child, but you're almost... Like, I was married when I was 23. That's an interesting point. Yeah, so, like, but again... I don't know if I'm, like, the best example for, like, maturity and adulthood. But 23 is better, but it's still, like, you're 38. Date a 28-year-old. Like, yeah. something. No, and you or, can still be 28 and really hot and tight and curvy. Like, it's not exclusive to the 18-year-olds. Or 25. Brain fully formed. Brain fully formed, 25. I agree. I think anything under 25 is questionable is jurisdiction. Murky, but I'm glad to see that they can go to a club together and she doesn't have to bring her fake ID. Right. Also, she is Brooklyn Beckham's ex. Her so, name is Hannah Cross. When I heard that, I literally thought of the TikTok sound. Don't you feel stupid? You're literally dating a teenager's ex-girlfriend. Like, it's so bizarre. That is true. I haven't thought of it like that. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, we'll see where this one goes. Who is this girl? She is a... Um, a girly girl. A girl. <laughs> and she's They're alive. Not, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, she's, she's just, just like pretty. She's just being labeled as Brooklyn's ex. Like, Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, okay, well, whatever. 23 is better, but it's still not great. And it's just a pattern of behavior that I find so bizarre. Yeah, I agree. I'm not here for the pattern, but at least we're getting warmer. Yeah. And I think that, like, people, a lot of people, I think they were really put off by the Amelia thing. Like, Really, and I think it was, not that he cares, but I think it was, like, really bad for his image. Like, the way that that picture and just, like, their overall age gap, I think people were really, really put off by that. I mean, I, I've i been put off, and I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, so I think, like, he stepped it up a couple of years, like, just so people wouldn't just, like, jump down his throat again. Not because yeah. of, this is the great love of his life. And you couldn't even just step it up a few more just years. 25, like, that's literally it. I will do anything. Like, Tim Snatchler. Snatchler. She's snatched. She's 24. Doesn't make the She's time. going on 25. Okay. He can call her in May. Yeah. May 6th to be exact. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Yes, I am. Lala Ken is speaking out on the Randall breakup. She said... Man, I forgot that like that was real. I know. And I, and I want to talk about where we're at today on this. It's been a few weeks. Do you need to get a plane ticket? Because are you in denial? No, I'm not in denial. Okay. Let's, tell, let's, let's talk about what she said. And then let's talk about what we'd like to see for her. Okay. <laughs> And then let's project our delusions onto our podcast no, audience. No, stop it. The Vanderpump oh, Rules Star... Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. The Vanderpump Rules Star spoke out about her breakup from the movie producer on her podcast Wednesday and said she's leaning into her role as a mother to her daughter, Ocean. She said, I take it one minute at a time because a seven-month-old can't sit around and wait for you to get over shit. Right. You better keep your fucking head up and do your thing, so that's what I do. She admitted that she never thought that my life would be where it is right now, and that's okay, but that she's appreciative for her daughter and her book release, keeping her distracted from the pain of the split. Yes, girl, she, promote the book. Yes, girl with no job back on such book. 
You have to be grateful for every experience because what I've been through in my life, which people have been through much crazier and traumatic things Mm -hmm. than I've been through, those people inspire me who deal with the things with grace and they come out on top even with the hand that they were dealt. That is such a good way of looking at things. Like my situation like obviously sucks, but like it could be so much worse. I'm like looking at your blessings as opposed to like your curses, I guess. Yeah. Um, She's just like has a really good head on her shoulders. She really does. And I feel sad that like we're here but you know what she like obviously got into a relationship with someone with a lot more money than her and i feel like she never like got lazy she never let it be like her fall back like she never let it get comfortable like Mm -hmm. she's like i know he could leave me in the way that i got him she was always saying that she has her own career she's got the la la makeup la la baby the book i think she has a podcast the show where she said these things right so you know what i think it, she could be in a far worse situation because I know a lot of situations like that. Like you get comfortable, you think this is your life, and then you don't work and and you have nothing left. Yeah. So I think she's actually in a pretty good situation. I would agree. Now, do you think? Would you? How would you feel if they got back together? Fine. I mean, you know, when there's a child involved, some crowd research. Oh <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think I would feel fine mostly because there's a kid involved. Like if yeah. your parents can be together, like wouldn't you want that for some? For Ocean? Yeah. I just feel like, especially with the way that this season is airing, like, she couldn't do it Alone. because of the way that people would... Come for her, come, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like... Even though that's not a reason and a way to live your life. No, like, Tom and Katie have been to get through far worse, you know? Yeah. And, and we don't gives... even know what happened, honestly. Right. We just saw some girls in a hotel. Right. He probably fucked them. Like, let's just be realistic. Like, we're all adults. It's okay. And so... Is Lala able to get past that? Yeah, I don't know. But whatever like, would she you would you to get do. past that with the father of your daughter, and maybe you know, if he was financially set, like would that help? It would help for me for sure. I don't know. That's I hadn't thought about it as me. Yeah, I've like, only thought about it as her. Not as Zach, just like a total hypothetical situation. Yeah. you just had a baby with a guy with yeah. a lot of money. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, and he cheats on you like while you're literally breastfeeding. Um, but he wants to come back. He says he's sorry, and he has a lot of money. Like, what do you do? No. I don't know. Money talks. <laughs> Just saying. Think about it. I don't know. To have, like, a seven-month-old. I know. And it's can't so keep it in fucked your pants. up. It's, it's like so you, fucked you up. You stand no chance. No, yeah. People like that are... I know everyone's capable of change, but, like, those people are not. Yeah. No. Like, if you're literally fucking some random girl while your wife is breastfeeding your newborn baby, like, you're an animal. Yeah, you're an animal. I agree. So, but how much money do you have? Like, I, I need numbers. Like, for real. <laughs> Though, if Rala, Rala got back together, I would, I do really kind of ship them. I really do. Especially now that we're getting so much of their relationship on the show. It's mm-hmm. like the first time we're seeing it. So at the same time, I'm falling in love with them yeah. as a couple. And they're deteriorating. That's why I forgot that they're broken up. Because I literally watched two nights ago them having dinner at Lisa Vanderpump. So yeah. it's very confusing for me. Yes, it is confusing. But as she said, she's taking it one day at a time. I feel like she's made no decisions. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Take your time. Yeah. She'll see how she time. sees. She'll see how she feels. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's the final story. It's the final story. Prayers go up to la la. Today's fifth and final story is brought to you by Olive and June, the best manicure system out there. Okay, stop paying for overpriced manicures when you could literally do them at home with the best system of all time. So the Olive and June Mani system is the answer to salon perfect nails at home. Their polish lasts over seven days and it does not chip. And with their manicure system, 
every at-home manicure comes out to just $2. And we have, a, obviously, a discount code. But let me tell you about the Manny system. You do it yourself. If you're not good at doing your nails, you think you're not. But then you get the set from Olive and June. And they have this little silicone topper that goes on top of all the nail polish bottles. That makes it so easy to, like, steady your hand, especially if you're painting your dominant hand um they've got nail files cuticle oil it's literally just all in one things you always are looking for in your house like when you break it down you're like do i have a nail file well if you have the olive and june mani set even when you're not doing your nails you always have a mani- uh, nail file on standby you're getting salon perfect nails at home that last over seven days and it comes with all the tools you need it's five steps comes with a poppy which is that patented brush handle that makes it easy to paint and it's really really affordable with six polishes breaks down to just two dollars a manicure and you can get 20 percent off your first mani system with you when you use code toast your new nail life is here 20 percent off your first mani system when you use promo code toast at oliveandjune.com that's oliveandjune.com promo code toast check it out i mean it great our fifth and final story, YouTube is removing the dislike count on all videos across its platform. I saw. YouTube announced that its decision to make the dislike count on videos private across its platform, the decision is likely to be controversial given the extent that it impacts the public's visibility into a video's reception. But YouTube... No, will- I, I don't think that's true at all. But YouTube believes the change will better protect its creators from harassment and reduce the threat of what it calls dislike attacks, essentially when right. a group teams up to drive up the number of dislikes a video receives. That's like when people go to the podcast app and like leave you like a dump One of star. bad reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't understand why they're hiding it. Like, just get rid of it. Right. They say that, that while the dislike counts won't be visible to the public, it's not removing the button itself. Users can still click the thumbs down button on videos to signal their dislike to creators privately. So you can privately be, you know, depressed. Be harassed. Yes. Wait, that's moronic. Right, you're not protecting anyone's mental health. You're actually making it worse. Like, I guess you're making them feel more isolated. Like, (laughs) go funny. It's go deal with your shame by yourself. (laughs) That's horrible. Just get rid of it. Right. This is what's the problem with all these fucking apps. Like, they do all these bullshit like PR stunts to like actually stop harassment, and they do nothing. Like, this is so stupid. This is counterintuitive. I mean, this is really, really senseless. Like, honestly, just get rid of it. Yeah, or don't. Or don't. But get rid of it. Like, yes, you should be doing everything possible to combat people getting harassed. And, like, they do that to YouTubers. Like, they'll dump tons of dislikes. And it's just, like, bad for your brand. Like, uh, get rid of it. Yeah. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You, you still get access to how many people dislike you. But yeah. good, no one else will know. <laughs> I guess that helps, but. It helps, but it's still, like, the same thing of you're being attacked. Oh, my God. That is the crazy, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my and life. And the, the trolls do still get that, like, feeling of dislike. Of getting to you. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Did Facebook used to have a dislike? No, no. They just, they invented they, the like. They invented the like, and then they gave you other emojis you could, like, ha, ha. ha. Yeah, cry. Crying. Heart. Angry. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, like, so stupid. But um, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, dead ass. Yeah. From a billion-dollar tech company. Like, that's the best you could do to combat harassment. And also, like, people will find other ways to let you know that your shit is trash. No, don't worry. Like, the trolls will <laughs> literally climb every mountain, 
sell every seat to let you know that they're fat that you're fat and they hate you right like why can't they just then write a comment that says dislike right no maybe now like i guess because the dislike button is anonymous you yes. can't see who disliked it so if you want to i mean you could always have a fake account but like if you want to use your no but like your fake account is connected that's the thing about youtube it's connected to your gmail so like if you have to be if you want to be a fucking youtube troll you have to make a whole new email account and that is dedication and you know what you're a big loser like yeah that's it's insane dedication to troll someone on youtube because most people are automatically logged into youtube with their like work account like they don't make new subscriber yeah accounts. yeah no but i guess like disliking something was like a no strings way to troll yeah and now you've got to put, put your, yourself out there your, put yourself out there and then you would know how it feels literally and then but you can, don't yeah okay Cool. I'm glad that that's that we flushed that out. That's that on that. That's that on that. Um, and that's our show. I mean, like, I have to go to the airport. Oh, it's so early. Like, that's the worst. You can come hang with Bruce, see how he felt about those Cheetos. And I'm just going the opposite direction. Oh, damn. Yeah. Brutus. <sighs> well, well we hope you have a great trip. Thank you. I'll we be back on Monday. To hearing everything that goes down. I will be taking notes. Keep your eyes open, ears open, legs open. Check check double check yeah um so yeah i'll be back on monday tomorrow's episode is podcast only it'll be up i don't know what the time difference like we'll have to figure it out yeah. but it'll be up <laughs> it'll eventually it'll be there. so that's our show you guys thank you so much for listening to the morning toast millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us on Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And if you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. Why don't you go drop an emoji on our most recent Instagram to let us know that you actually listened to the whole episode because you care about your girls. Um, and let that emoji be the bearded man in honor of Chris Stapleton and Luke Combs taking home many awards. That's so beautiful. Just throw, throw a man with a beard. It could be Santa. It could be just a regular guy with a beard. It's up to you. Get creative. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow or you'll hear us tomorrow. Bye. Bye.